in Shot of Wrestling, episode 43, and away we go. I be busting freestyles and stone cold strutting and hitting the attitude adjustment. Brothers of destruction, Undertaker Kane, sitting the fire or get blue like Roman brain. Give this dude love and you got my back. Man, you're so kind and hit that cactus jack. It's Patty Yag, the face that runs the place now. So phenomenal and I'm breaking the walls down. You're about to get hit because we're not the script. If you don't submit, you get hit with the super kick. We talk that WWE. It's a shot of wrestling with Green Man and MJT. This is a shot of wrestling, and we're coming to you pre-recorded from Omega Studios. I'm not here, but what better thing to do but to still have a show anyway. So I'll leave you with the best host in town. He is the best in the world at what he does. He is your host, Michael J. Putty. Yes, thank you, Green Man, for that introduction. And yes, as you can tell, he's not here. But the old saying goes, the show must go on. And unlike him, I care about my fans. So, since Green Man's not here, I called in the next best thing. But he couldn't make it tonight. So, we got Jeff. Wow. <laughs> What's up, buddy? How you been? I'm good. Uh, I got the call to fill in a vacancy, and of course, that's what I do. I've yeah. been programmed to do this. You're talking about that. That was kind of ironic. Yes. Yeah. So, Green well Man, at least for tonight... Well I'm keeping your boy company. Yeah, somebody's got to. Yeah. Well, how you been? Good, good. You know, uh, just, uh, you know, looking forward to the next pay-per-view coming about, and then you start get, getting geared up for that season we all love, WrestleMania. Yeah. Roadblock? Shitty name. Well, it's interesting, right? Roadblock uh, took place twice in one year. Yeah, touche. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Right. Interesting. Yeah. Um. So we have a lot to talk about this week. Yeah. No. Good. Good stuff from wrestling this week. Yeah. Green Man's missing out. Yeah. Sorry, Green Man. But we have to educate you. It's what we do best here. What's the point of the show? Yeah. Little words of wrestling. Uh, you know, educate our wrestling fans. What's the word of the week? No show. All right. When a wrestler is a when a wrestler is not. Showing up for a match or event. No shows can usually be staged for storyline purposes. However, of course, there are legitimate no shows, which are, of course, less frequent, but more interesting. Yes. And of course, the usually offenders faces disciplinary actions. Mm-hmm. Some of the most famous no shows of all time mm-hmm. include Stone Cold Steve Austin, your boy walking out of Raw. That's right. And he was fined. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Green Man no showing tonight. Oh, uh, boo. And of course, the famous no show of all time. Mm hmm is currently it could be either the CM Punk walkout but I don't know the most famous of all time Chris Benoit no showing vengeance night of champions oh well those were dark times yeah, yeah you know he just wanted to hang out uh, see what you did there yeah. nice, nice one yeah now that we know the meaning of the word you can play along to this week's drinking game take a shot every time we say no show uh, green man I hate that you no show today I really want yeah. to whoop that ass again and a trivia, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's scared. Yeah, yeah he, he's ducking me. He's ducking me. He's I'll ducking get you. Me. I know he retired, quote unquote. He's a AJ Styles here, James Ellsworth. Yeah. I'll get you. I'll well, have my day. I'll have my day. Well, we faced, we had another single brand pay-per-view. And uh, no show 
compared to it. Yeah. TLC, one of the best pay-per-views I've seen in a while, especially since a single brand split. Going to run down the results. I'm sure you all know already. Yes. Don't get into our opinions. In five minutes, 55 seconds, Bray Wyatt, Randy Orton defeated Heath Slater and Rhino to become the new tag team champions. Congratulations to Bray on his first championship. Yeah, right? Yeah. Eight minutes and 15 seconds, Nikki Bella defeated Carmella. 25 minutes and 8 seconds, The Miz. My man. Dolph Ziggler to retain the Intercontinental Championship. My man's still growing. My man's still growing. He's, he's, he's not your man. 13 minutes and 2 seconds, Baron Corbin defeated Kalisto in a surprisingly good match. There was 15 minutes and 16 seconds. It all took Alexa Bliss to defeat Becky Lynch to become the new Women's Champion. And in your main event, 31 minutes and 2 seconds, AJ Styles defeated Dean Ambrose to retain the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. One of the better matches for Dean Ambrose in a while. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so your overall thoughts, what do you think? TLC was, uh, I wasn't expecting much, considering I, I'm not really a fan of gimmicky pay-per-views. Okay. But uh, this one did deliver. Uh, I mean, I was rooting for, I was pulling for Bray Wyatt to at least, you know, come out on top. I know the, the them pairing them uh, with uh, Randy Orton is really helping his character. He's looking, he's looking very good right now. Stock is rising, and hopefully he has a good title run. Uh, in terms of AJ Styles, he, of course, an overall entertainer. Uh, it's a shame that I didn't really see him as much in TNA yeah. as I do him now. But you can tell just how, how much of a how much of an asset he is oh, to the company great, right now. So, but overall, great pay per view, top to bottom, top to bottom. And I mean, we'll see if Roadblock will top this one. But for now, I think it's, as, not, it's not going to. For a gimmick pay per view. This so far, and and because I I do like SmackDown more than I do Raw, smart man. So um, it was amazing. It was really good. Uh, favorite match of the night? I would have to if if I had to pick. I mean, I'm going to go with the genders here. Um, the Nikki Bella versus Carmella match was yeah, good. Very surprising. I think Nikki Bella, and and you know, I, people will probably boo me about this. I know I have some detractors when I say this. But I think Nikki Bella has grown a lot since her injury. Mm-hmm. She's been trained well. She's, And you can tell from the very beginning when she was flat-chested and everything, yeah. all the way to now, just how much she's evolved. And I think uh, Carmella get, got it. This doesn't hurt her at all. Not at all. So good. I think that loss was you know, a little beneficial for her. But, I mean, I mean she's going to grow. She's still green. Very. Uh, in terms of... in term, I, I did like the main event as, as one of my favorites. I mean, it brought back some elements of I remember the TLC matches of, of you know the past when I think it was um, in the three way uh, for yeah. WrestleMania there was a three way yeah I said that yeah. there was a, I think I don't know if it was I don't really remember it was at WrestleMania but I think it was Christian who went through a, a crap load of tables yeah and same thing happened with Dean and I'm like and I, I couldn't help but reminisce about that specific TLC match and it broke back memories so I think it was it was a nice touch by WWE. And, and of course, I knew Ellsworth was going to pull some crap. I mean, yeah. but regardless of that, it was great. There was two endings to that match, in my opinion. Either he was going to cost him the title right. on purpose or by accident. Mm-hmm. And we went the on purpose route. But, um, and of course, we all saw, um, you know, the aftermath, you know, heading into SmackDown this week, which I think we'll discuss with AJ Styles. But overall, the man, you know, he, he's pretty strong he's a beast he's a beast yeah so he's gonna keep on trucking and I hope uh, AJ Styles right now and The Miz and, and I guess 
Bray Wyatt. I think the heels are pretty much carrying the show. They usually do, though, man. Yeah, I mean, I'm a heel guy. I, I, I think they're carrying the show, like, tremendously. It's not like like on the other side where I think it's a little... The heels are a little bit watered down, but I, I don't know. That's just me, I guess, but... No, it's not just you. No. Did you happen to watch Talking Smack afterwards? I saw what happened with uh, the the Daniel Bryan and Miz and no, not the Miz, but with Ellsworth and with Corbin. Okay. So I know Corbin. I th- I feel that with Corbin, they they kind of botched his his debut and him oh, trying no. to get into the roster. Uh, and that that probably has to do with the Raw after Mania when everybody hijacked his debut and nobody really paid attention to him. Yeah, and myself included, I didn't really pay attention to Baron Corbin like that. No, that that was Abel's boy. But I, but let me tell you something. I think that the the slow build is 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 working right now. He's aggressive. He he has a a a, a, a very good demeanor. Um, you can tell that this he could be the a top villain, probably down the road, and the attitude for it. Yeah, he ha- he has a look. The one issue I do have, and it, and it has to do with like look wise. Overall, he's good. He looks aggressive. He's great. Belly button. But the <laughs> the face that looks like Crank <laughs> from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is not cool. But overall, and you can tell they're kind of like trying to hide that now with the yeah. shirt now, and then he takes it off, and then you start laughing at him. <laughs> but but I feel like. This is an aesthetic thing, and I, I don't mean to sound a little like kumsi kumsa here, but like the guy, the guy has the same hairline as I do, and then I see uh, him with like the yeah. long hair, and I'm like, it's not working for you, man. The Shawn Michaels syndrome. Yeah, and I'm like, it, that's the one thing I, 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 I feel that that's not working, and I feel like I can't really, t- I see that head every time. Funny, I can't take I, him seriously. I don't think the character would be the same with the shaved head, though. Yeah, hair, that, and, yeah hair, then I thought it. about that too, and I'm like, yo, the other way around is like, if I try to shave my head, let's say, it's not going to work. <laughs> I, think <it laughs> so, might, I think it might work. We'll see down the road, but I'm like, it's coming off sometime. But it's like, um, but um, then there was the whole Ellsworth thing, and I didn't really notice this until Daniel Bryan, you know, said that a title match of, you know, like a, the world title matches that have gone on mm. on pay per views have been have ended clean. Yes, it's true. I didn't even notice that. That's a good point. Yeah. And when he mentioned that to Elzer, I'm like, oh, I didn't know whether I'm like, oh, should I go back to these main events and just like review oh my, that? But I'm, I'm like, like I'll take yeah. his word for it. I'm like, that that in and of itself was a good, good indicator of like how they're trying to treat SmackDown versus Raw. Mm-hmm. So, so I and I feel like SmackDown, if you, when you have those endings like that, you're trying to make it into a real brawl, real something that the fans really want they don't want screwy finishes like that anymore no, you kind of no. see that with Charlotte when you know every time she retained her title yeah. and you want the world title match to mean something so I love how Daniel Bryan just shits on the universal title every chance he gets oh, first of all uh, so the name itself is just it makes sense WWE Universe but yeah, yeah but I mean to me it's just even when I think the 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 title overall, I mean, it's kind of grown on me. The color, I don't really care anymore. I don't want the design. I like it, like it yeah. yeah. But I feel that I didn't like the old one either. And then I started seeing it. When I saw it on Triple H, when he had it, I'm like, oh, okay. It's starting to look uh Oh, the, the current one? Yeah, the, yeah. the, uh, the, the world title. One, yeah. And then AJ Styles were in. I'm like, you know what? Yeah, that could good. be something I could procure down the road. But but I think it's, yeah. on, it's, it's on sale right now at WBShop.com. Yeah. Universal's not. 
I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. The red with 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 the vacancy and the, 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 my my costume wouldn't work. I think. I think we still got more. I think we're nice. Yeah. Well, I, my girlfriend was suggesting me because I'm going to SantaCon tomorrow. She was like, you should get a, you should go in red, be Santa vacant. Like, uh, we'll see. <laughs> but I, then if you had the universal type, I'm like, all right, I'll probably do that. But I like the other one. It looks serious. It looks it looks it has a history. And, and it has the history, you know, of all of the lineage all the way dating back to to the 1960s. So, I watched uh, Talking Smack, and uh, by accident, I was going to go to bed, but it came on automatically. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad I did because it started out fantastically, and it was great. I'm a big Alexis, Alexa Bliss fan. She's growing on me. Um, <laughs> just something about her. She's very petite and short, but I could put her in my pocket. 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 She, she's great. Yeah. Gorgeous, and her character is great. She, it fits her perfectly. Right, but she came on big puffy eyes. You could tell she was crying. Yeah, and she wasn't in character. Mm. She was Alexa, uh, Alexis. She was her herself. Right, talking about her dreams and how hard she worked to make it, and how her parents were here. And afterwards, her parents came back, and they were crying because her mom took her to classes, stayed up late. Right. And it was good to see this raw emotion that you don't see that often. Right. Um, and then they asked her, we got to give some credit to Becky Lynch because she put on one hell of a match. Instantly, she went back in the character. Oh, yeah? I don't... We're talking about I don't have to give her any respect. I'm the champion. <laughs> and it was, it was amazing how she did that. On a, like a flip of the dime, she went back in the character. No, no. She, she's good with oh, the switch. Man, that was best. She's good with that switch. Oh, man. She's but so congratulations to her. I mean... And who would have thought that's the biggest surprise of the night? You know, yeah. That... Listen, at first I didn't think like I think I was I was having the McMahon uh, mentality for a bit. Too small, yeah, too small. She doesn't have to build for it. But then I, you know, I I could have gone against the grain with how the fans have gravitated to a person like Daniel Bryan, for example. He wasn't the guy that you thought would be champion at any point in time. And it's different because it's her character that's winning her. Yeah, and then and then yeah, you grow into. I grew into her, and and I was a detractor, and you know, she shut my mouth. And I, she deserves it. I think she should have a good title. And please don't play hot potato with the title. Well, I, I hope uh, not. Yeah, because yeah, we'll get into that later. I'm like, it's. I I feel that the the way SmackDown should is going so far. You should keep everybody who is holding the title, and of course, it's up to them too to how they are receptive to the fans and everything. That they don't diminish the value of, especially a new title. You know what I mean? You want to give it credibility. Don't Charlotte Sasha Banks this title, please. Yeah, exactly. So it, it, but congratulations to her. I mean, it was a hell of a match, and credit to Becky Lynch too. Oh, hell of a match. Oh, um, but uh, the, I'll get to this uh, if, if I, I, if I can say one thing about this. And no, you can't. Uh, I have to. But okay, I have to because th- this You're is started. the one part where I don't get it. When I saw the pay per view, the the announcers at first were all into it and they there's dead air like how do you not sell a match of this cow it's a women's title match also you know what I didn't like about it was weird the whole pay-per-view they were show crowd reaction videos replays yeah I don't care I don't about get it or your kid thinks yeah I don't care like oh yeah the shock valley whatever I don't know if they're trying to capture the faces and they want to put it in their promos like uh, Undertaker shock guy or yeah. Brock Lesnar guy whatever but I don't need to see that. No, nope. I need to see the raw emotion that the two people in the ring are showing, and you need to sell me that. You need to get me involved in it. 
you know and I mean as much as I like Mauro Ronaldo and you know a three man booth I don't I don't like the full, whole four man yeah, booth I thing talk about the last couple weeks ago Ugh. and I feel like you know I was talking to Slick Dick about this and he was in my house when we were watching this and we're like why are they not telling us I mean we tuned out for a bit because nobody was selling the match to us it's like if you're watching a baseball game you know and it's the World Series and there's dead air and you're not talk, you know you're not getting me into it it's just not not good so I don't know what was going on back you know the producers producers what they were saying it to the ear but I think they kind of dropped the ball that match could have been there could have been an added sizzle so. yeah it's a good point I noticed that too and it was just weird yeah you don't, you don't need four men yeah. no don't need four men I mean nothing well, against Tom Phillips here's mom <laughs> um, but who'd have thunk out of the pay-per-view two women's matches two women's matches held their own oh they were really good and they were two of the best matches of the night in about a year and a half everything has evolved perfectly I think in the women's On division Smackdown yeah, that's right it's Ross the same shit sorry sorry Greenman <laughs> no sorry yeah. um, so that's all for TLC you wanna get some news yeah let's get into it It's In The News with Michael J. Putty. Oh, shit. Here we go. Best theme song ever. Definitely up there. Makes me want to buy kicks and just start doing his his poses and shit. Or get them sent to you for free. Rich get richer. Rich? Oh, he doesn't work there anymore. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right, Jeff. uh, Time to get some of the news. All right, so uh, as as you heard, uh, Linda McMahon was okay, handpicked. Th- th- this is it's my story. All right, no, but oh, no, it's fine. All right, sorry, sorry. Yes, it's fine. Linda McMahon was handpicked by Donald Trump to head the Small Business Administration, an administration I never knew existed. I didn't know. I, maybe it was created. All right, yeah. But uh, you know, congratulations to her. You know, she, she was a uh, one of those people that was in charge of making WWE the global phenomenon that it is today. Mm-hmm. According to Trump, he had the following to say on Linda McMahon. Linda, and I quote... Uh, That's my line. All right, sorry. Linda has a tremendous background and is widely recognized as one of the country's top female executives advising businesses around the globe. Can you do the voice? I can't do his... uh, I can't do his impression of shit. And um, I can't. You don't have to. It's fine. Move on. Linda had a following to say about on her appointment. I am honored and humbled to be appointed by President-elect Trump to serve as head of the U.S. Small Business Administration. As an entrepreneur myself, I have shared the experiences of our nation's small businesses, business owners, sorry, and will do my best to advocate on their behalf. That and you donated $7 million. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she was expecting something. She lost two Senate campaigns, but somehow she made it to Washington. You know... You know, despite the political, uh, my political opinions or yours or whatever, I feel that at least she has the the background experience. Well done. Yeah. So, you know, like, good luck to her. When you're a kid, when you're a baby, you get a a toolbox, you got to put the circle piece in the circle piece. Right. That circle piece fits in the circle piece. No, no. The oil exec does not fit into the EPA piece. (laughs) Right. Oh, rest in peace, Earth. Uh, you're going to be missed. Uh, but, you know, no, congratulations to her. I mean, I, I never had anything bad to say about oh, Linda McMahon. No but, one. I don't think anybody has anything bad to say but, about But, uh, I mean, despite political inclinations or whatever like that, and I feel that yeah, at least she has that background. At least she she, oh, she can use her yeah. skills to succeed. And hopefully, 
You know, we don't get to see like Frank's Pizza versus Pizza Hut at fucking yeah. WrestleMania, all right? Like, let's not do that. <laughs> so, uh, that, that sounds pretty cool. No, but we'll see. Papa I know- John versus the Domino guy. <laughs> I mean, the I, noid, I, right? the Noid, yeah. But I hope she does well. I, I, I really do. I mean, I'm, I'm a fan of the business. I, I feel that during the time that I started watching WWE religiously, she was the CEO of the company. She was great in her segments. And, you know... It's funny how we're talking about Linda McMahon. Shame man's music was on. Now this is on. Maybe he may be appointed or something. Imagine. Her undersecretary, if you know what I mean. Small businesses have no chance. <laughs> about feeling if she does fuck up, we won't know about it because it's, no one knows about this uh, branch. I mean, if they want to... also f- one of those chairs in the cabinet meeting. That's mm-hmm. like all the way at the end of the <laughs> table. She, she gets the... Uh, like the five minute meetings with the president it's like how you doing small business is great great Amex week's coming up alright great small business is fantastic right. oh, I lost it I gotta fucking work on it <clears throat> it's huge so when we move Make on small business is huge in other news in other news WWE Hall of Famers Jerry the King Lawler and Lita have been removed from the pre-show panels for Raw Smackdown and the pay-per-view events oh, Lawler no. was moved to the pre-show panel back in July following the WWE draft which was a big deal back in the day he has since taken to Twitter, as everyone does, to retweet unhappy fans. Were you one of those fans he retweeted? No, I was not. Who are upset about the direction the WWE has taken to nix him from the panel. Lita, beautiful, beautiful Lita, became an on-air figure for the pre-shows around the time of the draft after transitioning from being a backstage producer for the WWE. It's not fully understood why both were removed. However, it does now appear Lita is done with the WWE, and Lawler appears to be there only under a Legends contract. Um, yeah, I read something earlier today, and um, the rumor mill is is flowing with the fact that they probably got rid of him because it was a whole a long term uh, way of getting rid of him from his demotion from Raw all the way to, back to SmackDown. And then from SmackDown to the pre-show. And, of course, during that transition yeah. between SmackDown and the pre-show, he had that thing with his wife or girlfriend, whatever. Oh, yeah, that, that's right. And the, the motion of SmackDown made sense because they wanted a voice to legitimize that brand. So I right. that, but, yeah. And apparently it has to do with his age. And he's is, approaching is, 70. How's his health? His health okay, right? He's okay. Right I mean, despite the whole heart attack thing. He's still years wrestling. Back, yeah. he's, he's, he still wrestles. I mean, when I saw him at Comic-Con, he, he, was, he looked good. He looked healthy. He yeah, was he lucid. Good. He was great. Nice guy, which is why I always go and take a picture with him all the time. He's really, really nice guy. No, no. Fuck him. Why? Fuck him. Why? I myself have gone to Comic-Con the last couple of years. And two, two years ago. Why, he was, why he, you got a dog in, man? He was there. Uh, I'm with uh, my good friend Zia. Who just made fun of a while ago, so I apologize. Uh, <clears throat> So we, we get there and there's there's people there's crowded so like let's come back let's walk around we'll come back to him later mm-hmm. we come back he's not there <laughs> all right all right you know what retire let's exhaust let's, let's bounce next year same thing happens we come back like let's wait for him this time we need to get to the king I have a vast collection of autographs I need the king his handler is there he goes, yeah he's in the bathroom he'll be back in like five minutes we're waiting around five minutes rolls around ten minutes rolls around. 15 minutes rolls around. Taking the shit? <laughs> or is a fucking long ass line? <laughs> royal shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a royal flush. Mm. Oh, brunch. And then this year, uh, I had money for either him or Christian. I had to pick Christian. I took a picture with Christian. Nice guy, too. 
Nice guy. Very nice guy. So, um, that's the only reason I go to Comic Con. See these guys because that that's mainly my reason too. Because I go to yeah. walk around. I walk around Comic Con. I think we talk about them in the show. So I don't know who any of these characters are. Like people dressed dressed up. Yeah, the anime stuff. Yeah. No, I'm not. No. I mean, I'm into some of it, but I don't well, know sci- like the video game, like the sci-fi video games. Yeah, sci-fi. I'm like, like my girlfriend's into the whole like Final Fantasy and all that stuff. I'm like, I don't know any of that stuff. Yeah, on the show, and no, I cosplayed once. Um, not intentionally. Uh, I had a three day pass three right. years ago, and found it. Teddy Biasi was there. Nice guy too. So I, I wore a suit, money tie, got the belt. Right. So I quote unquote cosplayed, but. I don't deal with that. Very uncomfortable. No, I mean, hopefully next year we'll have an arm booth. The you, you could do that. Yeah, we, we, we tried this year. Uh, media pass, but Green Man was the night. Boo! Uh, Damn you, Reed Pop! Free media, man. Free media. I mean, yeah. if Lucha Underground can make it and have a panel there, exactly. Why can't a shot of wrestling have their own That's booth? What I'm saying. Which I'm saying. Although that panel was actually not bad. Was it? Yeah, it was good. It was good. Do you watch Lucha Underground? I unfortunately have Verizon as my cable oh, provider. It's on there? So it's not on there. Yeah, so that's just a spectrum. Yeah. Isn't it? Formerly Time Warner. But uh, a nice plug. Thank you. <laughs> but uh, I see commercials all the time. It's screwing up my fucking TV guide thing. Spectrum. If you want to become a sponsor, but yeah, please help. I shot a wrestle. Yeah, please. But Give me some um, free cable. Give me fucking free Showtime. Watch the fucking affair. You just want to watch Skinamax. <laughs> no, yeah, but that's by the point. All right. <clears throat> Off topic. Uh, anyway, we reported last week that WWE is bringing back the Elimination Chamber. Ooh, back uh, upcoming in 2017. We can now reveal. Thank God, it will be a SmackDown branded pay per view. Hallelujah! Which will air on February 12th. When I heard the rumors that it was going to be Raw, I was like, "Why are they getting two cage matches?" <laughs> yeah, touche. Yeah, good yeah. point. Why? <laughs> Um, like Jeff just said, the, origin- the event was originally supposed to be Raw, but they changed it somewhere along the line to be SmackDown. Thank God. I didn't even think about two cage matches. Maybe that's what they held. No, yeah. I was thinking about that. I'm like, why would you do that? Then, so then SmackDown has, besides TLC, what other gimmick are going to have? Well, we'll find out. Yeah. Um, SmackDown will host the event two weeks after the Royal Rumble. Come on. Give me, give me three weeks. Oh, um, uh, Really? However, it will likely be the final SmackDown pay-per-view before WrestleMania 33. Let's hope that it that the Elimination Chamber itself has major implications towards WrestleMania. And by major implications, I mean title match. Well, you the rule have the six, not not the tag team crap that I saw like a year and a half ago with like the uh, multiple tag teams and shit. I didn't like that match. Would I would love to see a women's Elimination Chamber match? Ooh. SmackDown's got the roster for it. They, they do. And plus, Raw's doing the first woman's this, the first woman's that. SmackDown. First yeah, but, elimination chamber. But how, how is it the first women's whatever when you're still using your two the same two chess pieces? Like, yeah. Come on. At, le- at least SmackDown diversifies their shit. Come yeah. on, man. No hot potato. But they know that's good news. And, so, uh, yeah. Like I said, yeah. Like I said, I hope they use it more than one match. Like I said, women's, maybe the IC title. That seems to be building some sort of well, with the mist behind the, mouth, the helm, you know. the mist behind the helm, you got Dean Ambrose now. Apparently, uh, I'm assuming Dean Ambrose would be in the fucking championship now. Whatever, probably. Happy it's SmackDown because we're both SmackDown guys. So, yes. haha, Green Man, suck it. Now the news. So we have WWE officials have had some discussion about making NXT a live show on the Wait, WWE. Are you an NXT guy? 
Sort of. Okay. I only focus on the takeover, takeover shows. Mostly. Yeah. I don't. I got turned off by the whole. Uh, they record too many, uh, too many of their episodes during the same time. Let's say, like last year, for example, in Dallas. Well, this year, sorry. They recorded multiple episodes in Dallas before takeover, and I got turned off by that. Makes sense. But uh, no, I, I focus on takeovers more than I do the other stuff. Most of the stuff I just read on online and whatever. But I keep track of it. And my manager keeps me up to date. But that's another story. But yes, NXT, uh, they're talking about making it a live show on the WWE Network starting next year. While this move is live broadcast, it will be in line with their flagship shows for on SmackDown. It would pose major logistical issues. So many issues. The fact that live taping would increase the production budget opposed to the taping schedule it operates on now. It's believed that if the show went live or not, the overall network subscriber count would not be affected. And thus, nothing serious is being considered right now other than talks. Yeah, I can't imagine that if going live would increase the... at all. I mean, unless you're trying to sell NXT as the brand and you're trying to, you know, entice people to come in and, oh, get your free month of, you know, the WWE Network, NXT is here. No, it doesn't really do much. It, I think, and even though I think the, the WWE Network in and of itself for pay-per-views is good, the other shows are just filler. And right now I think that they have a long way to go before they become a very viable subscriber network. Put your movies on the damn network. <laughs> um, Cheesecake won the belt in Japan. Uh, this is the second title change not televised. Well, it was televised later, though, right? It it was te- it's televised for this a future week. episode. Yeah. And spoiler alert: uh, if it didn't air already, I think, I think it aired this week. That's okay. why it's not really a spoiler alert. So <laughs> Again, that tells good. you how much you're I'm watching. Yeah. But if I'm not mistaken, that is the first time uh, somebody has become. Two-time NXT champion, or am I mistaken? I think Samoa Joe was two-time. Samoa, uh, sorry, yeah, Samoa yeah, Joe, Joe yeah. Samoa Joe. So he's the second guy. It's always good to be number two. Yeah, but um, Bryce Slick Dick. Sorry, Slick. Oh shit, let's wait on fall for. But um, I think that I understand why they did it in Japan. It's your homeboy. That's that's true, but but you can tell that that's been a live event though. I mean. It should have had live event implications, kind of like how they did the whole Tokyo live yeah, show exactly. last year. And, but you can tell that this is uh, Samoa Joe is probably on his way up. Yeah, Raw SmackDown. I would put him on SmackDown, and not because, and I'm not being like a, a favorite here, but I think the SmackDown has younger guys that can benefit from a guy like Samoa. Joe. Don't see a Samoa Joe Kevin Owens thing going on, or Cesaro. If we do an interpromotional WrestleMania match, yes. That's fair enough. Um, to hear about this, I, we've mentioned this in the footnotes here, but the uh, Cheesecake Samoa Joe NXT Championship match in uh, Australia. Did you hear about this? No, I did not know about this. Well, did it, it was a steel cage. Ah. Didn't go. I heard about what happened there. Quite yeah. as planned. The cage got stuck above the ring as it was being lowered. I saw pictures of this. It's quite <laughs> horrible. I did see that picture, yes. Lopsided? Yeah. Like the right side went down. So the referee, like trying to like pull it down. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was totally lopsided. I've never seen this before in my life. I don't even know how it does because how do you fuck that up? The fucking steel bars <laughs> on the top. I don't know how they fuck that up at all. Uh, it finally made it out to the bottom. However, one side was wonky and really loose the whole match. It was just and the fans were chanting Botchamania. It which might I think be long called for because it wasn't their fault. It was just a technical glitch, but. But the Botchmania fans are a little fickle. 
Just you know, they're, they're, they're playing Australia, mate. Yeah. Them, the British, they, they, they're into that whole Botchamania YouTube channel. Sorry for the cheap plug here. We're not into that here in the United States, are we? Because I'm not into th- I, I've heard about Botchamania. I watched a couple videos, but I'm not into it as... It's, it's stuff that you really don't notice. I mean, once I think once you start watching Botchamania, then you'll start... It, I think it steals a little bit of what you're trying to really pay attention to in a, in a, in a pay-per-view or any live event, for example. Right. You hear them talking. You hear them. Yeah, I heard, yeah, I see like, them talking videos like, oh, uh, like suplex or yeah. But they also focus on indie stuff too, which is weird. But because you can tell that in an indie show they'll fuck up because of their low production or whatever it is that you want to call it. But they have a big fan base, and kudos to them because it's stuff. It's funny. It's actually it, it, it is actually funny. is funny. But um, but they were chanting. I had people chant four three four and all that stuff. All these freaking clubs that or pages that form all over the internet it's you know it's it, it's crazy again wrestling fans will make up something out of whatever they see so. pretty much uh we spoke to this a couple weeks ago cody rhodes recently spoke to the usa today and asked why he no longer uses rhodes as his last name in ring of honor and other indie promotions including tna he says and i quote it's an ongoing situation. I like going by my first name sometimes because it's so silly. <laughs> they know what, what my last name is. They know where I come from. It's silly that in the same period WWE will promote a tag team tournament in honor of my dad. Yet if this allowed me to use my own last name. But please, please let me say I'm not mad at anybody. It will work out itself in the end without any type of lawsuit. It will take some time, but... In the meantime, I'll use the one thing they can't take away from me. Cody. Change your name. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. They can't use his own last name. Change your name to Cody Rhodes. <laughs> I mean, if John Cena left, he would still be John Cena. Yeah. That's his fucking name. You can't, can't trademark someone's name. Cody. Other people have done this before. Look at this Steve Anderson has done it. Yeah. His name is now Steve Austin, legally. Ultimate Warrior. Ryback. Yeah, Ryback did it. And yeah. he, he act, I think he trademarked Phoebe Moore, too. Did he? Good yeah. for him. Because uh, I saw a clip from him wrestling Broken Matt Hardy, and he had the Phoebe Moore on his trunks and whatever. But mm. um, if you want to sell yourself, change your name. It doesn't hurt. People yeah. know you as Cody. People love you. I know mm. you want to keep your name because Runnels has, it's your father's name. Yeah, but also no one cares. It's, it's Rhodes. But yeah, it's it's Rhodes. People know know your father's point, yeah. Rhodes. It's a good point. Yeah, but you did mention without a lawsuit, but whatever. In other news, so Ric Flair revealed in his latest podcast that he uh, no, you missed skipped one. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. Finn sorry. Balor. Oh, all right, all right. Oh. Sorry, 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 sorry. sorry. Oh, I, I gotta edit this out. Growing pains. Growing pains. Yeah. <laughs> Rookie. Rookie mistake. Yeah. Finn Balor was recently interviewed by the Sam Roberts Wrestling Podcast, in which he revealed his... Sam Roberts? Yeah. Doesn't Green he have Man. his own uh, serious uh, radio podcast or something? Or radio yeah, station? I think Green Man was a fan, and we spent him a couple times at... Uh, he actually... Uh, he was the moderator for the Lucha Underground panel oh, at Comic-Con. Yeah, yeah oh, he was. But uh, he... I didn't know he, that he got involved in stuff in, besides WWE, so... Yeah. He was there. He seemed all right. So he revealed in his... Uh, his podcast, the targeted return date to WWE of Finn Balor. Interesting. And I quote, yeah, last week, the sling My came. My line, dick. Oh, I got to trademark that shit. 
Yeah, last week this thing came off. I feel real good, but I've got to be real careful. Yeah. The target's WrestleMania, Finn Balor said. There's talk it would be sooner, but really, that's the hard target. And that's what I'm aiming for right now. Six hours of rehab every day, three hours wow. in the morning, three hours in the afternoon. And the guys down in Birmingham, Alabama have been incredible. I've been working out with them every day. They can make it. People were hoping for Royal Rumble. I wasn't one of those people. Of course. That's the that's a Because yeah. let's look at like the, the replay of that injury and oh, yeah. which I will say I remember you and I were just and Green Man discussed this on the episode after SummerSlam. We're discussing how Seth Rollins might be like dangerous. Uh, yeah. Dangerous. Well, so Bret Hart said, yeah. Yeah. Fuck Bret Hart. What's he apologized? He did. But everything's his fault. But anyway, the, yeah. the, the problem I saw the replay days later after I, I had recorded that podcast with guys and what I saw was it was Finn Balor's fault too the way he landed of course and but, uh, I, I, I feel that it's as gruesome he put his entire weight on the shoulder so would I like to see him at Wrestlemania absolutely of course that entrance at night would be sick but it won't will it make it at night It'd probably be one of the first matches. If they make it the main event, it would be the a dollar, night. No, no, he won't be the main event. But I don't think probably that... Probably like the latter match, either Money in the Bank or the IC belt or whatever. What I'm looking forward to is... I mean, the first WrestleMania I went to in MetLife, I couldn't really see The Undertaker's entrance at night because I... It was my first WrestleMania. I didn't really buy the tickets I really wanted. I just got whatever I had. But that makes sense because it was on the East Coast. Undertaker's later on. Right. It was in West Coast, maybe. maybe like when we went to San Francisco, we didn't really get to really experience the whole Undertaker entrance, badass Bray Wyatt entrance, right? Because it was like the sun was still going down and whatever. But I feel that East Coast, yeah, you know, East Coast ends around what April, around seven, eight, yeah, maybe. maybe. I'm assuming he'll be in the first match, but we'll find out. I mean, we'll see. I mean, I I look forward to the Undertaker's entrance every year, and Finn Balor is not bad. No, of course, okay. I mean, uh, I don't think, even to this day, even with Finn Balor's entrance and the way that he does it, it's nice. But who can top this demonic, it feels, oh, you oh, got oh. it commands respect. It does. You uh, know, like, you want to see him walk down the aisle, as slow as it is. But yes. Oh, so, slow. <laughs> so, so slow. But, well, I mean, we hope for the best. And injuries are fickle. And in other news. Now we're talking about Ric Flair. Ric Flair. Revealed on his late, his latest podcast, he believes the WWE will book Triple H for Shane McMahon for WrestleMania. Not happening. <laughs> he says, and I quote, see, that's how it's done. I see Shane versus Triple H at WrestleMania. That's what I want to see. That would really draw money considering that the unknown animosity, which no one seems to understand or know, but clearly there is some. There has been some long-standing rumor that Shane would go up, up against Brock Lesnar following his attack after SummerSlam. However, Ric Flair does not believe the WWE will follow it with that match at WrestleMania. Apparently, you, you just don't want to see that match. You don't want to. You know, that's a good point he brought up, though. Animosity. The the whole thing with Shane and Brock. Yeah, that, that was brushed under the rug. Totally, totally, and it reminded me of something WCW did with Macho Man. Okay. Uh, someone ran him over with a Hummer. Shit. And he was out for a while, and then he came back, and then we never heard of it again. Yeah? We, we didn't find out who did it. 
We didn't find out why. He just came back. He had Gorgeous George and Medusa and all this oh, stuff. Gorgeous George. And, yeah, you remember her. Not, not the male Gorgeous George. No. Gorgeous George. You, ever, you ever get the WOW magazine, Woman of Wrestling? Yeah. Oh, so hot. Mm. But it was the same absolute hmm. bullshit. And, but it seemed like this was done to later on down the road set up a match at either Royal Rumble or WrestleMania. But yeah, I mean, I thought it was going to be Shane Brock at Survivor Series because I didn't think Goldberg was coming back. No, no one and I, I, the whole Shane Triple H thing could have been done maybe SummerSlam, but that's a, that's a WrestleMania match. It, but um, like I said, the animosity between those two. That, but at this point with how everything's going, I don't think it, it's going to happen. Another news. Tajiri, you all remember Tajiri from the CWC and from the Attitude Era, has revealed on Twitter that he is set to return to WWE this coming spring. The post wrote in Japanese translates that he has had the okay from William Regal to announce that he will make his return to the company in the spring and his final match in Japan will be later this month. He thanked his fans for their loyal support. So I'm assuming go to Raw for the Cruiserweights? Probably. I hope not. Was or- he back on? I never saw Tajiri as a cruiserweight, to be quite honest with you. I never saw Tajiri as anything. I mean, I like the Green Mist. I like uh, his whole bit with Tori Wilson at one point. But other than that, I remember from the C- CWC, he lost. He lost. Uh, he's lost a few uh, steps in here and there. But I think this is just a nostalgia act, just like oh, the W's. And hopefully, it's not. It's not uh, something long term. Nothing against Tajiri. Another news. Uh, during a recent interview, TNA wrestling star Abyss Ooh. revealed that he was offered a deal from the WWE back in 2006, which would have involved him working with The Undertaker. Oh. He says, and I quote, there was interest from the WWE. I was at the time in my career where my contract was coming up, but I decided to stay with TNA. It was definitely an offer there in 2006 to work with The Undertaker, but again, I was such a big part of the beginning of TNA. I was such a homegrown talent. I was a base talent who they were building around. I decided to stay. I have no regrets, to be honest with you. Like I said, TNA had been my home. Treated me so good. So in the end, it was a pretty easy decision for me to make. And I never looked back. Um, my bullshit mirror is going off. You're a mankind ripoff. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> first of all, I don't see Abyss character working in the WWE. I don't think they could legally bring the Abyss character into the WWE. He's a man like you said, well, yeah, it's yeah. a man character. I'm sorry. Like said, Nothing against you, whatever. Uh, Joseph Park is his name, I think. Yeah, something like that. Um, uh, whatever. Mankind Ripoff? Great, great analogy. And that, that's our conversation. Not the news. Xavier Woods ha- will have a lot to celebrate this Christmas. Damn right. With his wife announcing that they're having a baby. Congratulations. Congratulations. His wife, Jess Watson, revealed on Instagram an extra stocking hanging from their mantle Cute. with the caption. And you quote, So much to be thankful for this holiday season. Baby boy Watson coming May 2017. Early this year, Kofi Kingston also became a father to a second child. Mm. Will Biggie be next? Mm. With uh, little E, Natalia's daughter, a uh, uh, sister. Ooh. She's thick. Yeah. She's nice. Uh, she's cute. She's cute. Uh, I, I do it. I tap that. Yeah, me too. Another news. Well, speaking of the new day, much like the new day, that's how you do transitions, by the way. You gotta start learning that. Uh, WWE announced that the Wyatt family will invoke and defend the SmackDown tag team titles under the rarely used Freebird rule. What's the Freebird rule, you ask? What is the Freebird rule? Thank you. 
The rule stipulates that a faction that holds a championship can assign any members to defend the title at any given time. SmackDown Live Commissioner Shane McMahon and General Manager Daniel Bryan have sanctioned Luke Harper as champion as well, meaning he can also defend the titles. So we congratulate Luke Harper on his first, uh, yeah. on his second championship in WWE. That's right. He is, is the former Intercontinental Champion. So yeah, it rarely used yet. You have the, both champions using it. Uh, I mean, good for them. There's a Spirit Squad, New Day, and the wife. I mean, I can't think of anybody else who used it, but... Yeah, because even though DX had a five-member team, it was always the Outlaws who yeah. had it. Outlaws, yeah. Yeah. It's funny because when they put the titles on Luke Harper at the end of the... I'm like, I wonder if... But now we do, so now the news. On Wednesday, December 14th, WWE and the USA Network will celebrate our nation's heroes with a two-hour tribute to the troops. Held at the Verizon Center in Washington, D.C., this year marks the first time in the event's 14-year history that it will take place in our nation's capital. Do you ever wonder why they stopped going to Iraq and Iran? Well, I would say... withdrawal or uh, costs? It could be the withdrawal, I think. I mean, there's only so many... I, I could be wrong. But there's only so many members of the military out there. I remember yeah, in the mid, true. you know, last decade, in the middle of last decade, they had major operations going on over there, Iraqi freedom. So it made sense to go there. And, you know, but you got to give these guys credit, man. They still go over there. I mean, it's amazing. It's it's amazing. I, I understand Vince McMahon is very into the troops and you know, the armed forces. And it's it's a good, I mean, I'm never against I think this it's coming up. But yeah. And, you know. People need a distraction from what's going on in the world, and especially now, there's a lot of uncertainty. So it's good to know that at least we're there's someone like Vince or and our those superstars out there who are willing to distract them from what's going on in the world. And I honestly don't think they get enough credit for what they do for the military, but no, it, he's, that's, he, that's rarely spoken about. So kudos to Vince and kudos to WWE yeah. on the news. A story we talked about uh, a couple times in the past. Jimmy Superfly snuck a has been diagnosed with terminal stomach cancer and only has apparently six months to live. Snuka, who was 73, appeared on a video link into a court hearing for his murder case from hospice care in Florida. His doctor was the one to reveal that he has months to live. As we mentioned, like I said earlier, Snuka was previously declared mentally competent to stand trial for the accused killing of his then-girlfriend back in 1983. The hearing was merely to see if he had improved mentally for trial. No decision has been made, but I'm assuming he won't. I'm assuming he won't. Here's a serious question for you. Yeah. Even though you think, even though he's standing trial for something that may or may not have happened, this is an alleged, alleged course. Do you, do you feel that the WWE, let's say something bad does happen to him and he passes, yeah. do you think the WWE should pay the tribute considering what's going on? Uh, like the... the, the Flash screen? Yes. Yeah. And do you think Tamina's going to get a, you know, push? Oh, yeah. By the way, uh, where is Tamina? <laughs> well, let's find out. Let's dive into Divas. First um, off, there you go. Stephanie McMahon recently appeared at Fortune's Most Powerful Women Next Gen Summit in California last week. She was asked during an interview about the possibility of former UFC women's bantamweight mm-hmm. champion Ronda Rousey working mm-hmm. with WWE again. To which she responded, that she, and I quote, mm-hmm. sorry to see your line again, would love to have her at WWE and noted that she has loosely talked to Rousey about returning to the company. Rousey is scheduled to challenge UFC Bantamweight champion Amanda Nunez for the title at UFC 207 
on December 30th. How's she going to tell how much? I don't know. And uh, you're, you're a she guy, right? I watch it. I, I started watching it a little bit religiously, but I think that... Do you, do you think she'll jump ship? I don't think that she'll win this UFC match, and if she doesn't, um, she could pull the whole Misha Tate thing okay. and retire. I heard she was retiring. I heard, like she said, she already announced like, it was like Conan or something that she's... And the end of the line's coming soon for her at UFC. But how soon it is? I mean, it could be... If she loses this and she says she, she's going to retire and join WWE... Well, I'm a Rousey fan. Despite her loss, people say that she is didn't concentrate on her career uh, because she was in Hollywood doing her shit. I mean, I don't care about that as much. I care. I I think that she's a good fighter. I think that she did spread you know positive things towards other women. Totally, she was the fucking forerunner of the fucking women's division in the UFC. Right. And come on, you bought the pay per views to watch her. You know what I mean? Um. You have, uh, Ronda Rousey is I think you, you like Ronda Rousey right? Oh, yeah, yeah I do Our friend Zia like I mentioned a couple times tonight is a big Ronda Rousey fan I'm a big Gina Carano fan Never heard of her She was not in UFC the other one Strike Force? I think so What's the other one? Bellator Thank you mm-hmm. um, I first fell in love with her when I first saw her she was Crush <laughs> on American Gladiators uh, with Hulk Hogan Really? Yeah but she was a she was undefeated female uh, MMA fighter. She went against some Brazilian chick. She lost. It was it Chris Cyborg? Wasn't it? Yeah, Cyborg. Yeah. Okay. And um, she went to Hollywood. Now she has a fucking fledging Hollywood career. She was in uh, Deadpool. Oh, okay. Smoking hot. I think that's the route uh, Ronda Rousey's going to go. If she loses, I'm sure she's going to go to Hollywood. Rousey has a lot of stock, man. Yeah, stock. She's a lot of stock. I think yeah, you could, yeah. we're using WWE, Hollywood, wherever you want. So. She go to WWE for a little bit. She go to fucking Hollywood and finish business with Stephanie. That's all yeah, I'm exactly. Another news, my friend. Well, my favorite news story of the week: mm. my girl Mickey James mm. has signed a multi-year contract with the company. Say it again. And not only has she signed a multi-year contract with the company, she will be assigned to SmackDown Live. Hallelujah! Starting in January. Hallelujah! I don't see her. Um, being relevant at Raw. No. However, she will be prominently perched, pushed on SmackDown Live. Don't get me wrong, though. If she was put on Raw, okay. The face. I mean, it would be it would have added something to this women's division in there that is really not going anywhere. She would have been enhancement talent. She would never got a title right. push. But I hope she doesn't get the the Dudley Boys treatment. That's all I'm saying. Oh, uh, yeah. Good point. I don't want her well, losing. Well, didn't sign a multi-year contract. They signed a one-year contract. This is a multi-year. But at the end of the day, I mean, don't get me wrong. When well, she, I, she's also 37, I think. She's 37. She had a kid. She's up in age, yeah. So She had a kid. and Give, I know one, people give her were, one title burn. People oh. were saying that she looked burnt out at that NXT event in Toronto. And Fuck them. Quite not. Yeah. I didn't see her like that. I, I didn't really see much coming out of that Asuka match. And what do you expect? I mean, right now she's 37. She's going to be that person you use to bring up talent. And um, well, Green Man posted on our shot of Wrest- a shot of wrestling Instagram feed a photo of her, and he posted the newest on Instagram. The TNA title, mm-hmm. the Divas title, the Women's title. She was carrying all three. Give her one title run. Hey, give her like give her one. 
She's still in good shape. And you know what? That People dogged the Asuka match. I like that match. I actually did. For as... I missed... I'm sorry. I missed her crack. I missed... Loved it. Speaking of Tamina, Tamina Snuka has been out of action uh, for a bit now. And training for almost five months after her surgery to repair... A ligament damage in her knee. It's like too long, no? It's a little long. What, Seth Rollins did, what, three months? I mean, I think Seth, what, what did he rip? The ACL and... Uh, yeah. Something like that. But ACL, he, he was out for like... He's out for a while, though. Yeah, but he wasn't training for five months. He came back in like six months, no? Anyway, I, I think so, whatever. Tamina was not included in July's WWE draft. However, the PW Insider is reporting she will be on the road with WWE this week. And she will be a member of the Raw roster. That makes sense. Oh, yeah, God. Raw? I like Tabina. I, I liked her, too. She, she got a Raw deal the whole time, but uh, she's plagued by injuries. So we'll see what happens. Any other news? Well, I think a story I meant... I, I had a story, a question I've asked a couple weeks ago. What has been answered? The Orlando, the Orlando Sentinel published an article featuring Charlotte Flair. And she was asked and she commented on getting the flair last name added to her character she says and i quote obviously we haven't shined away from me being my dad's daughter but i think it was a company's way of saying you can do it and you can own it and that's pretty cool pretty cool it's weird to have two names now makes for a longer autograph signing Right. My hand cramps up more, but I think it's cool the company was putting that much thought into my growth and my character. It really does make a difference. Hearing her say that, now it makes sense. I... Oh, look, Charlotte. It's cool. Charlotte Flair. And, cool. I like I like Charlotte, but I think that... Charlotte Hot? I'm not really a Charlotte like oh, Charlotte's grown. I like her in-ring ability. I was smoking hot. I'm not uh, I'm, aesthetically. I don't. Not her wrestling attire, but like she dressed up, like dressed I, down. Oh, I, I'm a fan of her boobs. That's all she got. She had a birthmark in her. If you look closely, one of her pictures. I look pretty closely. But oh, are we recording? I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, kids. Yeah. Uh, but the no, I think the Charlotte Flair, pun intended, has adds flair to it. And it gives her power. And I think that her, despite what she's done this entire year, she's had a good year. Oh, one of the best ever. You know, and and come on, Ric Flair is synonymous with legend. It's synonymous with history. It's synonymous with one of the greatest pro wrestlers of all time. And she's well on her way to becoming a top woman in WWE. Was that what's the Rolling Stone? Also, one of the best of all time already. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't see any problem with her being added a name. I know WWE likes to drop names. I never have a problem with it. I was wondering where it came from all of a sudden. Now, here is my answer. I mean, so obviously someone's listening to give me my answer. I appreciate it. I don't see any, and I don't see any issue to it. I, mean, I, don't, I don't think it's a, a bad decision or, or she's riding off her dad's coattails. She's her dad's daughter. What are you going to do about it? Nothing. You know, that's like saying, unfortunately... I think Kurt Hennig's son could have benefited from the last name Henning. Oh, God, but don't get me started. Don't not get me started on this fucking bullshit name. But that's my a different story. Muscle What the? F- oh. But that's very, a different I'm story. Passionate. I'm very passionate about that. I like the dude. I really no, do. I, but I, I love that dude. He's one, yeah. one of my guys. But giving fucking Mike McGillicuddy, and now fucking Kurt Zach. Just give fucking Hennig name. 
Could have been worse. You John remember, Cena has it. Randy Orton has it. Cody Rhodes had it. Why can't he have it? You remember Bray Wyatt's uh, name? Wasn't it like Husky Harris? Husky Harris, yeah. yeah, yeah sure. Could be worse. <laughs> yeah, I guess. It could be worse. Michael McKillop is not, not worse, but I like how they came in and he announced that my name's Curtis Axel, honor my father, my grandfather. Right. Curtis Axel makes sense. Mm-hmm. But now they're not doing anything with him. Ever since the whole Hulk Hogan sucks. thing, it's just... And then the whole uh, no, he, he had a little he had a little thing. He had the a little thing. Outcast. Yeah. And then when Bo Dallas and him got a team, he had a little thing. Oh, he disappeared too. <laughs> wow. Exactly. What's going on, man? <laughs> um Draft. Curse Axel the SmackDown, please. Uh, do and change his character. Like we'll like yeah. him regardless. Fucking make him He's over. Like yeah, if, he's over. if 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 Rhino and his tag team partner can be over, and mind you, Heath Slater, huh? Heath Slater was over for a long time. People wanted him to be on the top spot. People wanted him to have a championship. All right, and you need to listen to the fact that, and and, and you need to listen to how they reacted to him, and how much hidden talent there is. Look at Heath Slater; he got more aggressive. You could tell Rhino's giving him pointers. He's been awesome these past few weeks. Yep. Do it with do it with Curtis. Come on, man. Yeah, you need something. He had something. They just make him perfect. Him. Yeah, I mean Charlotte Flair can use Ric Flair's theme song. Well, he did. He had Mr. Perfect's theme song. It, it and give him the fisherman's suplex, the perfect plex. Uh, sorry, he used as his yeah, but not his finish. He uses, I think, a, a, a special move, not a finisher. Whatever, we're getting way off topic. Yeah. Talk about this all night because he's going to be angry. Love Curtis Axel. I love him. And once again, Raw is fucking him up. Jeff in the SmackDown. Do something about that, Daniel Bryan. Um, Shane. Let, let's calm down. We got way too hyped. And we don't get hyped. We stay hyped. We'll be right back. We'll be right back.
A shot of wrestling presents Raw and SmackDown here and here. All right. Top cheers and heels. I'm assuming Green Man's not here, so we don't have to spend too much time talking about Raw. Do we need to talk about Raw at all? I'm well, thinking Smackdown, now. Cheers and heels. <laughs> Maybe think starting with SmackDown, but let's just blow through Raw. Giving it a Raw. Make it quick. I'm going to cheer the Seth Rollins promo because finally you're putting the road to Seth Rollins versus Triple H. You know, okay, yeah. people had forgotten it. People were saying, you know, hey, I, forgotten it. Oh, to I did forget it. And then finally, we, we're going to see that buildup. He's going to go against Jericho, hopefully. And he's going to go to Kevin Owens and take that title. And he's going to go Triple H. WrestleMania? Definitely going to be WrestleMania. For the title? No, not for the title. Just a grudge match. And, that, and, and I hope it's just a grudge match. Don't put it for the title. Why do you need Triple H going for the title again? No. Absolutely not. Um... But overall, I mean, I'm glad that they're finally putting that on the road. And I look forward to going to WrestleMania and seeing a match that I've wanted to see for about two, three years now. Okay. Any heels? Uh, the only heel I have, I'm going to say, is Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn again. Oh, don't get me started. I fast forward that right quick. Yeah, like, come on. We don't need to see these two guys going out again. They, we've been there. We've done that. You try to sell it as best friends who will keep fighting forever and ever and ever till the day we die. I wanted to die. Yeah. <laughs> so All right. I, I don't want to see it again. I'm going to cheers. Welcome back, Big Show. Yo. Looking good. Slim Show, you mean? Slim yeah. Show. Slim Show. Yeah, medium-sized show. Yeah. Uh, good for him. Uh, it didn't mean anything. I don't know when I want to see him again is, but uh, it's good to see him back. It's it's good. To, he he was a little quick. It reminded me of Big Show back in '96, and how how coincidental was 20 years ago when I saw Big Show and he was slimmed down. And he was quick and he could mm-hmm. do drop kicks. Yeah. So, but typical Big Show started off as heel, then he turned face. Oh, yeah, same right quick. I'm going to heal the tussle in Texas. What? <laughs> Did I miss something? Was that was I fast forward too much? Like. To the people who were bitching about Brock Lesnar and Goldberg being too quick, that was too quick. Yeah, right. right. Uh, and then it seemed like it was a little too quick because you just see him going around to the kids and jumping barrier to go some special kid. Mm-hmm. It's like what? What is weird? Just, what does that do for Titus O'Neil? Nothing. Is it for fucking Mark Henry? Nothing. Man, doesn't waste my time. Yeah, Mark Mark Henry has been there and done that. Yeah, your turn. Anything else? I am going to cheer uh, the cruiserweight division bringing Gallagher to the fray. Well, I think it's our first ever cruiserweight cheer. I um, that was it was good. I actually do like you know Jack Gallagher's a uh, character. I wish he was a heel That's rather than the white guy with the purple tight, uh, the rainbow tights. Yeah, he he would be a better heel. The than villain? Not really a boss, but I if I had it. I, I will cheer Ga- Jack Gallagher being there and like actually providing a good wrestling technical wrestling match. I'm going to heal the fact that he's not heel. Okay, not heel. Do you like the cruiserweight in general? It hasn't enticed me as much, and that and I think they dropped the ball. Oh, Do you watch 205 Live? I haven't. Hey, nobody does. <sighs> I'm going to heal 
Enzo's woo. Oh, God. You notice that? Yeah. Ric Flair was like, woo! And he's like, woo! No. <laughs> or, whoa! It, it wasn't the woo. It was off. It was off. It was a New Jersey woo. Yeah, that probably makes sense. Yeah. Um, we're going to cheers. Something I cheers last week, the parking lot brawl. Last week we had a bar fight, and now we had a good old-fashioned hotel room fight. Oh, damn. Throwback. A lot of memory. Great throwback. Keep keep it up. I said last week, two weeks ago, they had to keep this up, and they are keeping it up. I can't wait to see what Raw brings me next week. You know, Anything the, else? I'm going to heal. And okay. th- this has it is a little aesthetic thing. Back to the cruiserweights. Why are you having uh, TJ Perkins entrance him with the cruiserweight belt still? He's uh, no longer a cruiserweight champion. That's true. And and, and his story's boring. And, and please keep him to 205 Live. For the love cru- of God. The whole cruiserweights are boring. Just 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 keep it there. Um, I will cheer the fact that Chris Jericho was giving a shot at a title that he's never held before. The U.S. title. Yeah, that was cool. That was interesting. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. No. Oh, right. Yeah, that, that was my reaction. I'm like, he didn't hold the title? I'm like, get the hell out of here. And... You know, I, once I researched, he, he didn't have the, the shot of the title. But I feel that he will have a future title reign coming up. Yeah. yeah, interesting. Yeah. I am going to heal the ending. Um, the whole Charlotte Flair, Ric Flair thing. That thing sucked. You think so? Uh, it would have been, that. It would have been much, much better in the middle of the show. But we've seen this already. There's been nothing different. There's really no point to it. Like, what did that accomplish? If you're gonna cheer it, what did that accomplish? What did that? I think the first time that she turned on her dad, it was just okay. The typical okay. She wants to bask in her own glow. Yeah. But I think you're this dead time, to me. I'm your daughter. Like it was. That was shocking. This time would seem like a regurgitation of it. But you also got to remember that the dad just left and he, he was crying and he felt, he felt dejected and disrespected and all this stuff. Now it's the ultimate betrayal. Like, he endorsed someone else. Like, regardless of whether... Let's say if, like, someone in my family were to endorse someone else, I would be like fucking buddy. pissed. Like, and the fact that he slapped... That she slapped her dad was just... It cemented the fact that it, it was heel heat and... But he didn't even do anything. Like, he wasn't... Like he just stood there. That's the part I'll, I'll heal. Oh. The fact that he didn't do anything afterwards was like, just like, what were you doing? Like, you need to be more invested in what was going on. Uh, took a green man about it. Like, have Ric Flair even get through the ropes and try to scream at her outside? Like, he didn't do anything. No. I mean, he got slapped and he started crying. Yeah. Typical Ric Flair. Yeah. Vintage Ric Flair. But other than that, I I mean, for Charlotte, it made it look strong. It made it look you know, uh, did it though? It made her look like a bitch. And she was a bitch when. No, she was a bitch because they kept replaying it over and over again. Like, uh, you have to understand. You can be a bitch, but you, then you have to say that bitch with like capital every letter B I T C H. But did she look so much hot in like in regular street clothes? But you need to wear a belt, girl, or like make. You know, get some hips or something. I don't know because you kept that pulling that shit up, and I, it was distracting me. But then I, when I saw your boobs, it was just great. It was beautiful. Yeah, it, it was great. Uh, do you remember the contract signing for the like, Hell in the Cell? Oh yeah, when they leaned over to sign the contract, he was right, right, shot right down. there. It's like sunrise. Green Man didn't <laughs> like that. I, I had to cheer that. Whatever. Green Man, oh, come on. Man. Uh, that's all I got for Raw. You have anything else? 
Um, I hope that they uh, finally, and this I think I think is a chill, if you will. Okay, love this whole tag team crap. Like, I need some finality with it. Are you gonna Are you gonna do something with Gallows and Anderson, or are you gonna do something with Cesaro and Sheamus? Like, do you you think the New Day will break the record? I think they have to. At this point, I I think uh, I think they're teasing us with it, and. People are clamoring for the fact that some people that I've spoken to, and I'm not going to say most or few, some people are saying, yeah, let's switch the titles over to someone else. But they want it to be the club to have the titles. But the club looks has have looked weak for the past couple of months. And they're not, they weren't brought in. They're, they don't look like the monsters that they were brought in as. You know? And but then you, there's Seamus and Cesaro. <laughs> yeah, I don't care who wins the belts next. But do you think... They'll let the New Day win to break the record this Monday night. Same thing with Belly. Like Monday night, break the record. Do you think they'll actually let New Day break the record? Because you know they would be tied. Things are tied on Monday. They'll break it on Monday night at mm-hmm. midnight. Do you think they'll let them break the record? I think at this point you have to. You can't tie and not break the record. I would agree with you. Be huge but then anything can fucking happen. And oh, I feel yeah. like there's that's just what, that's teasing what that. That's what I'm so worried about. If if they break it, cool. Like I don't care about demolition to begin with, but no if they were to throw that swerve, I'd be like, okay, I wouldn't be totally against it. To be quite honest, either way, I wouldn't be totally against it. But I feel like they're teasing it. Most likely, if they're going to throw that wrench, I'd be like, nah, no, it's not. That's cool because now it's finally something that's unpredictable. Like I don't see where they're going. I could see them. Breaking the record, I could also see them not breaking the record. So yeah, this is the one thing that I don't know where it's gonna go. Yeah, it should be interesting Monday night. But finally, yeah. you done with Raw? Yeah, I'm done with Raw. It's finally the A show, SmackDown. Damn right. Finally, a show that's more entertaining. What you got? I'm going to I'm going to start with off, off with a heel, and that's okay. Ellsworth. Unfortunately. Okay. Um, Talk about that. I know. Listen, you're writing on Ellsworth. He, he's the underdog, and you want to cheer for him because he's the guy that makes you believe in the dreams that you want. You fuck up that match at TLC, and then all of a sudden you're in a match. You want to have this match with AJ. I'm like, you kind of tur- you kind of fucked over everybody. They're still cheering, for him. and they're still cheering for him. Unless he's the wild card. If you want to make it seem like it's always sunny in Philadelphia, and this is guy that does will do anything at any moment in time. Cool. But right now, I'm more focused on you need to put him out to pasture. Not to pasture, but like make him step aside and focus on the next couple of weeks to build up to the Royal Rumble. I uh, I healed this as well because I healed this a couple of weeks ago because I'm over it. I'm tired of it. Not going anywhere. And I'm tired of it. Not going anywhere. I'm bored of it. It's like Once Ellsworth storyline's done, mm-hmm. there's nothing left for him to do. Yeah, he's not gonna get a push. He's not gonna get like a cruiserweight even push. He's not gonna no, advanced. not at all. He's gonna be enhancement talent. He's not gonna get anything done, and he might feud with Dean Ambrose coming up. And I just don't see where this is going. And he's a full time member now. He's in the entrance. Mm-hmm. I just don't see where this is going. I I I heal this as well again. Any cheers? I'm gonna cheer the hype rose against the ascension. And I feel that... Oh, fair enough. I, I I had to pick this because there wasn't really much for me to pick in terms of tag teams. 
beside because I knew that the Orton and Bray Wyatt thing was going to end the way it ended. Um, the Hype Bros have a legitimate shot at ascending to the next level. You think so? But the ascension, what the fuck? It's been like a year and a half now. What are you doing with these people? Like, Start out hot, and they came out hot from NXT, and then they. Went- I, but. That's where I'll disagree. I don't think they started off hot at all. They were hot in NXT. And they came in hot because people had so much expectations. Right. But but, went nowhere fast. But they went nowhere. But this week, I liked it. Not enough to cheer, but I liked it that they actually had a promo and they actually showed some character and they changed it up a bit. Something. They showed me something different and something. Oh, okay. Maybe they're going this direction and I'm fucking lost. I I don't know. And I'll. I'll cheer that one part with the Hypros. The Ascension, I'll heal because I need you to do something with these guys. Like, that whole change-up that you were talking about, that was great, but not enough for me to get really invested in it. Uh, speaking of tag teams, I got to heal the uh, tag team championship graphic. Uh, I'm a little anal, as you know, when it comes to certain things. Mm-hmm. You know, when there's a championship match, they show the graphic of the belt. Mm-hmm. They show the raw belts. I oh, just, I, I, I didn't just, even notice that. I understand no. that's your graphic laid in. It's relatively new. But it's a graphic. Just change two colors. That's all you got to do. And it's still the fucking black and bronze. It's like, oh. Why would you do that? Come on. Come on. Yeah, change that. Come on. Hurry up. I'm going to cheer the Miz. Get in and, line. And the fact is, the Miz from Raw After Mania to Miz today. You mean the Raw to Mania WrestleMania 27? Yeah, no problem. Continue. Well, not not even that one. I mean, I, I, I still like the Miz then, but even WrestleMania uh, 32 to now, the Miz's stock has risen so high that he is, in my opinion, a future world champion again. Um, like I said, before the draft, I was being able to talk about it. I, we, our cheers and heels get a little predictable and it was because I was cheering the Miz every week he was the best thing going on on Raw and Smackdown pre-draft each week it was the only thing I looked forward to post-draft it's the only thing I really look forward to on Smackdown yeah listen like I told you I think I was off air but the heels are carrying Smackdown and the Miz has a lot of talent and I think he got back that spark that he was missing a couple of years ago you talk to a guy who's been a Miz fan since day one. Just tough enough since your stock host, has risen. Host, hosted SmackDown. If the Miz had you. shares, you'd probably be a millionaire right now. <laughs> Damn right. Fucking yeah. man. Uh, I, I cheers the Miz as well. And I try not to cheers the Miz as much because, like Abel said, I cheers it every week. So I'm, like, I'm just going to cheers the Miz Participation Award. <laughs> you mentioned it on TLC. And now he gave it to Dean Ambrose. It was perfect. And it fit his character very well. Great job. I'm going to heal yet another Baron Corbin Kalisto match. Come on. Yeah. Man. Like, been there, done that. We saw it at TLC. We saw it when you injured Kalisto. Yeah. We saw it when Kalisto injured too, no? yeah, Baron Corbin. Ugh. Like, no, that's you need, Kalisto needs a legitimate, like, dude to step off him. I was wondering how, like, as Baron Corbin, it's pretty cool because you get to team dominant because it's a little fucking, like I said, fly. You can do whatever the fuck you right. want with him. But you're going over somebody who's not a threat to you. It, does that really help your character any? No, I don't think so. Yeah, I think so either. I mean, I, I remember when Kalisa was with the Lucha Dragons. Lucha Dragons, yeah. And I 
I told people you gotta watch out for him because the guy is a high flyer. He's a great kicker. He's, he's, he has a good arsenal. I said earlier he's he great in the chairs match. Held his own. Yeah. Yeah, but other than that, David versus Goliath. It reminded me of Kevin Nash versus Rey Mysterio back in WCW. It's like I can't. No, I can't. I can't watch this. <laughs> uh, speaking of Kalisto, I got a heel Kalisto. All right. Uh, his backstage interview. Yeah. Uh, he said, and it's Kalisto. He said, and I quote. By the way, don't forget that old expression, speed kills. Uh, I never heard that expression before in my life. What tell an old to, expression. Tell that to Paul Walker. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Touche. Wow. Oh, too soon? <laughs> uh, yeah, a little too soon. Um, yeah. Uh, going to Cheers, something I mentioned earlier. Let's bring it back home full circle. Alexa Bliss. Oh, baby. I love uh, I've been sharing her, if not on the show, personally every week. Like I said, she's the biggest surprise of the draft, both Raw and SmackDown. When I heard she got drafted, I was just like, oh, all right, all right. She ain't going nowhere fast. She went somewhere real fast. Mm-hmm. And just her character, her gimmick, and her quotes. This isn't new era anymore. This is my era. I just told Becky Lynch, call me whatever you, your heart desires, but you can call me champion. Yeah, that was a good line. She just fucking owns it. It's. I hope she gives her a decent title run. Yeah, Becky Lynch looked weak, but not on purpose. I think that... This is the champion shining as much as she can. And yeah. she came off strong. She came way strong, yeah. And this is in and, and I'm saying this in a good way. She came off as a bitch. I liked it. Yeah. I, I loved it. Um but besides that, I'm gonna have to cheer Chad Gable. You know, getting a shot and he looked incredibly strong in his match against Tyler Breeze. Oh I fast forward that match. So I didn't I don't care about either one of those teams. So I, I mean I like the Breeze Dangle, but I didn't care about American Alpha at all. The only reason why I cheer is because, you know, Chad Gable's background as a, an Olympian. Yeah. And like whatever. 12, and he, right? Yeah. And he looked he looked incredible. Now, in terms of Tyler Reese and Fandango, again, back to what I was saying, what are you doing? What are you doing with these guys? Yeah, I like them. They, they're great together. The gimmicks work well, but now they're fashion police. You should have called them fashion police instead of Breeze Dango. Yeah. Like, at this point, so you're giving out tickets. That's a stupid gimmick. But with that gimmick, just give them the name Fashion Police at this point. Or like Chippendales or something. Mm-hmm. Like, like I, what are you doing? Nothing. I mean, again, Tyler Breeze is a, is a perfect example of a guy who was coming off hot. And then you just put him in a gimmick. Yeah, I, I mentioned this. I don't know. Was it on air? That uh, Breeze... Breeze dying. Oh, asshole. Drew, uh, Drew Breeze. Oh, what's his name? Tyler no, Breeze. Tyler Thank Breeze. you. I was Drew going, Breeze. I always <laughs> call him Drew Breeze. Uh, I liked his gimmick. I liked his character. I liked his gimmick in NXT, and I was worried it would not carry over to the big arenas. And lo and behold, it did not carry over well to the big arenas. And uh, it just sucks. I mean, I hope they do something further with American Alpha. I know that people were expecting in the tag team tournament for them to win, but somehow they kind of put the brakes on them, and maybe they're making this way for a future title shot down the road. But I hope they do something with them. I mean, they're, they look legitimate. And putting them against a weak team like the comedy act of Breeze Dango or whatever the hell you want to call them, yeah. I, that's not something I look forward to every week. Um, I'm going to cheers AJ Styles talking to Ellsworth. Um, you look like you're in slow motion. He does look like he's in <laughs> slow motion. <laughs> and something I've mentioned frequently... Like I said, Abel said, hey, to be predictable here, but I love um, JBL's, um, what's Zingers. his name? No, what's his name? Uh, Jammer Hudson's w- husband. Uh, David Otunga. Thank you. Uh, 
they I love their puns. AJ Styles took a little pun. Uh, I guess you're drinking your own chin and sonic. <laughs> yeah. I just love how they're hitting with the chin puns. It's and every time things are done, they come up with a new one. It's a lot of jokes for that guy. And uh I was surprised I cheered this. I had to rewatch it, but I cheered it on the I rewatched it. Uh how Ambrose just casually walked to the ring, hit dirty deeds, and just casually walked right out. Yeah, no, he didn't. I'll, I'll cheer that too. And uh it, it didn't think I would cheer it, but I watched it again, I'm like, you know what? That's worth a cheer. It was it was well he didn't done. have to say a word. And Not, sometimes promos... He didn't even stop. He walked right in, didn't skip a beat, hit it, then walked right out without skipping a beat. Yeah. You can make a shirt out of that, too. And mm-hmm. I, I feel that... Dean Ambrose, sometimes when he talks, sometimes he goes off tangent. Yeah. But uh, I think that was perfect for him. That's the kind of... He's the kind of guy who's unpredictable. That's the lunatic fringe. Sometimes mm-hmm. he'll be your friend, but sometimes, hey, you piss him off, that's what happens to you. He'll beat the shit out of you. And that's what he did to Ellsworth. So I'll cheer that too. Uh, I agree. You got anything else? Other than that, I really don't have much else for SmackDown. I got something that there was in the news. I put in the news. I cut out because it wasn't really newsworthy. Mm-hmm. But I'm cheering it now. How JBL constantly throughout the whole two hours kept hitting Mar Ronaldo with mentioning of Twitter. How he tweets. How he takes to Twitter. Because there's a feud going on between these two. Mm-hmm. Because Mauro Ronaldo retweeted the fans' comments and uh, critique of JBL. Mm-hmm. Because JBL said something and Mauro Ronaldo hit him with a Justin Ligert mention. And JBL kind of... T- and Mauro Ronaldo retweeted it. Uh, That's why I didn't mention it because it's kind of weird. But apparently now they're building this feud up on air. because, Or it's a real feud because JBL kept mentioning it. And like, now it's making this shitty story worth listening to. I had to go back and rewatch it, reread it because it's like, oh. Their dependence on Twitter astounds me. I understand that they have to keep a Twitter rating. Yeah. But, but and, and and there's a social media rating now, which I didn't I didn't know about. <laughs> but apparently there is one. And I understand we live in a world in the digital age where everybody is gonna have a conversation, be a part of they want to be immersed in whatever's going on in WWE. Yeah. But the mention of Twitter and, and, and Facebook and JBL's pot shots were great. Yeah, JBL. Listen, JBL is, is good on commentary. He's good with the puns and whatever. But I'm when I'm listening to a pay per view or SmackDown or whatever, I'm there for the matches. I'm not there for your plugs on Twitter. That's just me. Monday's episode of Raw drew a 2.98 million viewers. That is down 4.8 percent from last week's 3.11 million viewers. Is that surprising to you? Thank you. Good. Well, answer. yeah, sorry, because it, it started out strong. They broke it out. I didn't carry it here, but they broke it out hour by hour. Right. Started out with the three point something. Consistently went down. Right. And they weren't against the great Monday Night Football game. It was the Jets <laughs> no. fucking versus the Colts. Yeah, that was terrible. Uh, but however, Raw was number three on cable for the night in viewership behind Monday Night Football and the fucking O'Reilly factor? Really? That's a fucking rare <laughs> juggernaut. Tuesday's episode of SmackDown, the, go, uh, the Come Home Show from TLC, drew a 2.48 million viewers, which is down from 2.58 million from the show that did last Tuesday. Well, you would think there'd be a hangover. You think? No. Yeah. It's still, it's been losing viewers and getting viewers. It was, it's in that 2.48 range. Mm-hmm. And like I said, once it was announced, Tuesday's a big Z night for TV. Right. So they're holding their own. I mean... The fact, I mean, did you lose to the Flash? 
Good thing you asked that. Yeah. Uh, SmackDown was number seven, eight overall. However, SmackDown ranked number two mm-hmm. in the top 150 shows on cable for the night, 18 to 49. Oh. So the key demographic, they only lost two. Take a guess. Hmm. I'm not saying The Flash here. It no. could be someone else. I don't know what other shows are. Tis One of my shows my coworker got me into. show sucks. But yeah, it's fantastic. History's Channel, The Curse of Oak Island. Really? A random show that's not mainstream. Nobody knows about it. However, that show is number one, 18 to 49. On Tuesday. On Tuesday nights. And good. To, I think I may have to watch this now. Oh, it's not bad. <laughs> Any questions, let me know. It's a great show. I've watched it for the last year. I started last, last season. I told uh, my coworker, yeah, you know, by the way, I'm doing a show. And uh, I do ratings. And your uh, show, Oak Island. It's the only show that beats SmackDown. And she's like, really? Because no one knows about the show. Wait, yet. so is it actual history? Is it a TV show? It's a, TV, it's a reality show. Okay. About two brothers. Mm-hmm. There's a, there's, it's all we have topic. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's an island off the coast of Nova Scotia called Oak Island. Mm-hmm. The rumor was there's buried treasure there mm-hmm. dating back to the hundreds years. Like 300, 400. Right. And people have been coming to this island looking for the treasure since like the 1200s. They have history and artifacts proving that people from the 12, 1300s have come to this island looking for treasure. Mm-hmm. You know, the people are looking for this treasure. And the only problem with the show is a reality show. Yeah, I'm not a real, real reality show. Got guy, two brothers who own this island and mm-hmm. doing it at all costs looking for this treasure. This is their life work. Mm-hmm. The show is, t- and everyone knows about Oakland. Apparently, it's a big thing. The show is taped in the summer. <laughs> Airs in the winter. So if they found something, we'd have fucking found out by now. Right, right. So, but anyway, way off topic. Chris Lock Island is great. Oh, I'll but watch it. SmackDown was known number two. I'm surprised. I'm, like, I'm surprised football didn't beat that. Curse of Oak Island. Wow. 18 to 49. SmackDown's yeah, number surprised. two. I, I never heard of a show. I'm like, wow, really? <laughs> yeah. But SmackDown was number seven or eight overall. So I wonder what else beat that. NCIS. NCIS. Anyway. Yeah, whatever. So maybe, I got maybe the early factor. <laughs> yeah, where that come from? That's the Monday nights. Monday. Well, he's on Tuesday. Well, he's he's on he's on yeah. every day. What about my girl watching Maddow? It's a fucking great show. People start watching that show. Rachel Maddow. Yeah, informative. That's very good. You watch her? She's a lesbian. That's fucked up. I love her though. All right. Uh, my drink's done. You're done. Let's take a, let's take a little break. Let's take a little so. break. We'll be right back. How apropos we're playing this song in our go-home thoughts. You got some uh, history to talk about? According to the show on December 9th, 2016, which means 15 years ago today, Chris Jericho beat The Rock in Stone Cold Steve Austin in the same night to become the first ever undisputed world heavyweight champion. Yeah. That was uh, 15 years. Damn, we are old. And so apropos to end, let's say, that whole, well, finishing that whole invasion thing. 
yeah. and solidifying Chris Jericho, the one guy who was never going to break that ceiling in WCW, and finally ascend. 15 years, and he still talks about it. So <laughs> brags about it. And you yeah. know what? That's a good thing to brag about. And I don't blame him either. You know, that was a, a great achievement. It was a great night. It was a good pay-per-view. I remember watching that. Yeah. It was, and it was a surprise, too, because you would have thought Chris Jericho. Mind you, Chris Jericho had a taste of that a year before when he had beaten Triple H for the WWF championship at the mm-hmm. time, and then it, that decision was reversed. Yeah. Um, yeah, 15 but, years ago. But congratulations to Chris a Jericho. A lot has happened in 15 years, right? And he's still going strong, and he's still innovating, and he's still inventing, and he's still going over. He made he made a list go over. <laughs> a stupid list. Oh. I have my reservations. And the, the word, it's. Stupid idiot. Yeah. Idiot. But one, uh, of the, one of the goats. One of the goats. Future Hall of Famer. Shoe-in Hall of Famer. Oh, first ballot. Yeah. And hopefully to another 15 years of success, hopefully, to Chris hopefully. Jericho. Who's, in the, who's not in the Hall of Fame you, you would vote in if you had to vote? I mean, besides the usual taker. That taker, because he's still active. Um, not active. I'm going to go off from the... I hope the Dudley boys eventually go in. Smart move, okay. Um, people like Tommy Dreamer. He had very. He has a lot of history with ECW. Um, in, he, I know he's not a wrestler, but he's the manager right now that spews his mouth. Paul Heyman is a shoe-in Hall of Famer. I don't, I don't disagree with that at all, yeah. The shoe-in Hall of Famer. Eric Bischoff. You know, I'll agree with you on that. I don't see but why you every can. time I say Eric Bischoff, oh, well, he fucked up WCW. He, he didn't fuck up His WCW. name alone draws heat. He didn't fuck up WCW at all. No, he didn't. It was the fucking new guys who came in and took it over. Right. No, but his na- but mention the name ha- Eric ha- Bischoff on WWE programming. People boo him because, you know what? That was a good heel. Because he was an awesome heel, yeah. Yeah. Fuck he was guys. an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> he of was course, the asshole. If you're a fan of the show, you'll know mine. It's Owen Hart. Mm-hmm. Um, Owen Hart. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong here. Brian Pillman? Not in, yeah. And Cookie, Cookie be worse in, so. Yeah. yeah, but Brian Pillman. What celebrity do you think this year will be in? Now, the new thing is every year is a celebrity. I haven't heard any rumors this year. I am rooting for Bob Barker. <laughs> okay. To be in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Before he dies. That. That's fair enough. <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> uh, is Goldberg still the headliner you think of? That's how I heard. Goldberg. You know, I, I did think about that too. I think Goldberg might headline the, the Hall of Fame and make it seem like he's the second active wrestler Were to you be here in the Hall of Fame. Conversation? What headliners are left? There's not that many because they do this every year. The big class, there's not that many headliners left that are not. And in. that's a shame. Because I think they need to keep it. At, at they blew the load. You got to fucking make these classes smaller. Not to give TNA kudos, but like TNA keeps it to one person. Yeah, that's all totally have. But then again, how many people have wrestled for TNA? Maybe all the men's not a headliner. You got like you have a headliner, maybe two or three guys. I think they don't need they don't need to give almost everybody like do a main eventer, do, yeah. a, do a mid card guy, do a celebrity, and do with some like or start not, doing not WWE guy, like NWA type guy. I think you need to do more factions too. I mean, there's also rumors of them having matches like a Hell in a Cell match, and, yeah, and uh, Steel Cage. Yeah. yeah, at this point, like, yeah, you're right. Like, you're you're running out of people to 
to really induct. And yes, Owen Hart should have been in the Hall of Fame a long time ago, but you know what's going on with that. That's in cell now, so... So, I mean... The Rock is still The Rock. Well, The Rock, for obvious reasons, but... I think they, I think they blew the lower with uh, Edge that he could have waited a while. Yeah, the thing with those, like, Hall of Fame inductees, like, people were already talking about, oh, Danny Bryan's going to be in the Hall of Fame next year because he retired. That's too soon, yeah. And no, you need to give it a few years and like let it let it play out. Let's see what's happening. It's a football thing, you need five years. Baseball team, you need five years of retirement. Right. Uh, I yeah. think with Edge, it was just the, yeah, Shawn Michaels too. They did the same thing. But Shawn Michaels was a couple years. Yeah, but no, I no, they did it the, the year after he retired. Twenty six, twenty seven. Yeah, that's the year. After, yeah, yeah. Well, that's fucking Shawn Michaels. You can't. You have a whole thing about Shawn Michaels. I would see. I mean, the, the guy still had. You know, it's not like he was dying, but. Ric Flair, for example, he was inducted while active. Also, talk about this able technically. Uh, Ric Flair's two-time Hall of Famer. Yeah, surefire three-time Hall of Famer with Evolution. Yeah, I agree with that. So then you also have Triple H, Evolution, DX. Yeah, that means Triple H is one of the fucking greatest of all time, too. No, I but, Triple H is reigns of all time for sure. He's a three-time Hall of Famer. If if you had to pick an answer for is Triple H going to be a Hall of Famer true or false? Come on, uh, I mean, but three time Hall of Famer? Yeah. Oh, there's no there's nobody else. Ric Flair, Triple H, who else is there? Um, yeah, Randy Orton, the two time. Um, I could say as a tag team, the Acolytes can be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Um, but that's one time. Yes, yeah, I mean, think about three times. It's like, no, yeah. wow. And Amazing. different factions that people have been in. It's 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 uh, it's it's, it's weird. Have no clue how we got in this Hall of Fame rant, but uh, you have any go home thoughts? Um, here's one thing that I did notice this week. I know the WWE has been surveying fans about indie shows being in the WWE network and trying to offer them on different tiers. Did you take that survey? I didn't get that survey. I no. took it. I got like a $10 Amazon gift card. Oh, did you? I'm like, yeah, I was a fucking. I mean, I'm gonna. It's, it's a long survey. It was weird, but. Yeah, I don't feel like paying more to see. Shit, I'm not gonna watch, and that's why they're no longer considering it. Good, thank God. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking pay 15 bucks to see TNA and what God knows what else there is. I just want to see the pay per views, the takeovers, and the old shows. I'd only see TNA if they still give more broken Matt Hardy. Yeah. That being said, though, if you were to include indie shows, I'd watch Ring of Honor. I've seen some of their shit. Hopefully, is Ring of uh, Honor still on TV. Ring of Honor, yeah, but they have the. Wing of Honor is owned by a media company. Is it WG America? What channel is it? No. Um, they're owned by Sinclair Networks. Yeah, but it was on TV. I, I never, it's on TV. I it just don't know what network. After TNA. Yeah. I think for... I know that uh, in the past they were on the same network with TNA. I think it was Destination America. Destination America. That's what it was. Yeah. But I don't know what happened after the whole TNA debacle with them. Who knows? But um, I would have watched that. Um... I know New, New Japan Pro Wrestling is on cable. I actually, by accident, ran into an episode on a Friday night. It's very weird to get into. I mean, you hear Jim Ross and Kale Sonnen uh, doing commentary in English. Oh, it's, nice. you know, a couple of weeks behind. Jim Ross is the best. But I can't... I don't, I. don't. It's interesting. It's a lot of strong styles, whatever. And then the wrestlers' names are, are very weird. But other than that, I 
maybe it's the language thing or I don't know what they I have to read subtitles and stuff. I can't do it. I just can't do it. There's a hurricane coming through. My go home thoughts? You ask? Fifteen time. I see this to the end. Fifteen time WWE champion John Cena. My man. Excuse growing. Is continuing to add to his busy, busy schedule. John Cena, for the first time, will be hosting the iconic Saturday Night Live this weekend, December 10th. But how? You can't see him. Love that meme. It's a meme right here. With musical guest, the great young Marin Morris. Uh, I think John Cena is going to kill this. He's going to do well. He made a cameo once, I think twice. I know definitely once. I think it was twice. But uh, I don't see how John Cena can fail this. This This is his thing. Live improv. Well, I think this is something we discussed a, a, a while back. John Cena's transitioning now into that that role he, and other things, yeah. Hollywood related, acting related, and I think this has to do a lot with his, you know, you know, good projects like Sisters and Trainwreck. Mm-hmm. So now, I think we're going to see a lot of a lot of more last of John week Cena. He has his own lead in a movie coming up. So uh, yeah, and I think he released his trailer today, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he got a good yeah. and He has True Grit coming out next year. So and and then his, the second season of uh, is it American uh, Grit, whatever American Grit, yeah, American Grit, a movie. Um, so I mean, John, I mean, John Cena's doing very well, man. And, and I remember when The Rock first halted uh, SNL was a big deal. Oh yeah, he was still a wrestler. Nick Trill, <laughs> yeah, he, he was still a wrestler, and you had Vince McMahon on the show. Oh yeah, big show, mankind, mankind. Yeah, but uh, I was wondering what they have in store for John Cena. I think they're going to... I mean, if he brings people in from the WWE, I don't cool. See, I don't but see I don't see that happening. I don't see anybody. Yeah, but I, I think John Cena alone... It, leave him alone. Leave him alone. I don't see anybody coming in. Yeah. Also, I think John Cena is the kind of character that could have his own recurring character. Yeah. Chris Walk, Christopher Walken has the, uh, the Continental. Jonah Hill has a seven-year-old Jewish boy. There's certain right. hosts that have their own recurring character i think john cena if he does successful i don't see how he cannot well SNL has had a good good things going on this year with the resurgence of dave Chappelle. yeah and that was you know last his year monologue was, was very Morgan. good yeah. yeah so we'll see what happens with john cena i mean good luck to him hopefully yeah. he does well and i hope he does well because this is gonna be great and hopefully he's back on tv soon also so i do kind of miss him yeah no i, I do too i do kind of miss him. i i do too i mean he Not does provide fan, that sizzle yeah i mean I, everybody knows this. I mean, you know, it's like, I kind of hate on him sometimes, but you know, I need that that hate, that sizzle, for me to how get songs? into it. Um, yeah, how am I repeating songs? This is weird. Oh, it's a shuffle off, Dick. Um, yeah. So, anything else? Anything else you want to add? Let's just hope that next week we see a little less James Ellsworth and more action. I have a strong feeling we're not going to do that. And. uh Hopefully. So how you have fucking James Ellsworth on SmackDown taking up a lot of time on a two-hour show. Still better than fucking Raw. Oh, my God. I mean, my manager bought his shirt, so he provided James Ellsworth with a paycheck. I thought about buying a shirt because James Ellsworth <laughs> was cool for two weeks, and then I was like, oh. I, I mean, I can't hate on the fact that he bought it at the time when he was, like, red hot. He bought it at a show, though, didn't he? Like, he was back I, He went to, yeah. 
he went to a, a SmackDown. He tried to talk me into that too, but um, it, it, he came to my house and he, he's like, "Oh, I bought this shirt." I'm like, oh, "Okay," but you do know that Ellsworth now is just running his course, right? It's like I said, a couple weeks ago, he's the fucking Zach Gowan of our generation, this generation. And believe, I still have respect for Zach Gowan, especially oh, totally. after he did the American Ninja Warrior. Was yeah, it? that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Oh my god! But. Zach Gowan wasn't going anywhere. No, it was just a fucking gimmick, and uh, it flamed out. I think James going to find out. We'll see. Anyway, I agree, but those are my thoughts, and hopefully uh, Raw picks it up before Roadblock. The yeah. first pay-per-view to occur twice in one year. Should we call it Roadblock Was Part it? What Wasn't the... Nope, never mind. I'm thinking about New Year's Revolution and Elimination Chamber. That's two different pay-per-views. Yeah. Um... That's all I got. That's all you got. Thanks for filling this vacancy. I'm glad. I I hope uh, Green Man uh, stays uh, away for a while. I'll keep filling this vacancy. Well, in the next nine weeks, maybe. Yeah. To be part of the conversation, follow us at A Shot of Wrestling on Facebook and Instagram. Shot of Wrestling, no A, on Twitter for all your news updates. This is a show from the fans to the fans, and this is your forum to discuss your thoughts. Have fun with it, and who knows? Your thoughts to be part of next week's show, or maybe... You can fill a vacancy as well and be a guest host. For more information or to be a sponsor, email us at inbox at a shot of wrestling full. So for the green man who is here in spirit for Jeff Vacant Fonseca, I am your host, Michael J. Party. Until next week. Hey baby, I hear the bell ringing, hip tosses and body slams. Oh my. And maybe you seem a bit confused, yeah baby, but I got you pinned. Ha 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 But I don't know what to do when I see them with that golden case. They're cashing it in. Authority all in my face. What is a man to do? Good night everybody.